This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is uh, something I have to show Lindsay with video. So as you know, we don't record in the same room. So Lindsay, please turn on your FaceTime. Please answer the video call. It's fine. Please answer it, please. Thank you. So I almost sent... Oh, hello. Okay, so I almost sent this to Lindsay last night when this came in the mail. And then I realized, wait, why would I send it to her now when I could do this live on the air? Okay, so this box came in the mail. And I was like, what the fuck is this? $6.5 shipping from West Hollywood. Look at this address. I was like, who do I know in West Hollywood? This is weird. So I open it up and it's like... This glass, which I won't show you yet, and then this Martinelli's sparkling cider, okay? A glass, that's all this red shit. Lindsay, do you have any idea what this is? Because I didn't. No. I'm like, what is this? Like, red paper, red... (gasps) No! No! It is Rachel McCord's Slay the Fame Game, which I forgot that I ordered over a month ago. Wait, it came with all that garbage? It came with all of this. Lindsay, wait, watch. First of all, it has this cute little tassel. Rachel signed my book. And it says... Wait, did she sign it Slay? Yes. She says, Bobby, I truly hope you enjoyed this book. I am excited to see all the ways you ellipsis Slay! XO Rachel. Oh, this is already so worth it. And like, we haven't even... This book is not a book. (gasps) Let me tell you something. This is not a book. Is it a pamphlet? (laughs) This is a pamphlet extended to 100 pages. Okay, let's get started. Okay, I'm going to turn this. Lindsay, just look at the formatting. It is psychotic. I've never seen a book that looks like this. I'm obsessed with this. It's like no, no one has ever laid out a book. I mean, it is like, like a pamphlet. Have you ever it's read a amazing. book? No, okay, I'm turning this off. Okay. So, I don't want to... I mean, we could spend hours on this, and I think we're going to have to bring this to the live show because it is unbelievable, especially in LA. They're going to love it. But um, there's a page with uh, blurbs... Like, page seven is blurbs. Usually blurbs are at the beginning, but no, this is somewhere in the middle. We've got blurbs from someone named Maria, who's a mom and an entrepreneur, someone named Russell, who's a Hollywood manager, Tommy, a stylist. But then we have... I work alongside many celebs as co-founder of Obsev Studios. Seeing how far Rachel McCord has come since she was a first a guest on Holly Scoop is amazing. She definitely knows what she is doing when it comes to building a brand. But her heart to serve others is even more impressive. Who said it? Diana Madison. (laughs) (gasps) Crossover, baby! (laughs) Synergy! Just drop my phone. My second favorite quote is, Rachel has taught me to always believe in myself and never give up. Who said that? A star of Pretty Little Liars. Oh my, which one? No, it just says star. Pretty Little <gasps> nice, Liars. Nice, nice, Doesn't matter which one. Anyway, this book is crazy. So it's broken down into uh, 16 chapters uh, from trailer parks to red carpets, who the bleep is Rachel McCord. Let me tell you something, doesn't answer many questions because that's really? the only chapter I read. She provides um, her own five things she's from you don't Georgia. need to know, but doesn't really provide them. I mean, she's from Georgia. She grew up in a trailer park with her sisters. And then uh, she explains how to, nom- it's slay everywhere. Namaste. Let's do this already. Slay your style. Slay it. Get hashtag relevant. All the pitches love me. Perfect fit. May require mocktails. Squad goals. Um, make them love you. Monetize. Uh, don't be a stupid hoe is chapter 15. Excuse and me. then girl by is mic drop uh, chapter 16. So basically she's 
um, taken all of the bad slang of the past like five years and just farted it out onto this book. And then put it into Microsoft Publisher 97 <laughs> and then <laughs> send it to a Girl, printer. you got to upgrade. Treat yourself. Upgrade your software. Bobby just gave you like $14. <laughs> so the funniest thing about this book is that it truly seems like she got a briefing on what a book is, but she didn't actually get a book. So it's like, I'm trying to make sense of what a book is, but I've never actually held a book. So, but I'm going to make one. Because um, it's it's something resembling a book. Like yeah. You have the idea. I mean, the, the concept of, idea a of a book is just if you believe it, you can do it. You know, there's no, no one like is stopping you from doing a book. You can make a book. Anyone can make a book. Can I just read really quickly uh, the acknowledgments? Because let me tell you something. Rachel McCord didn't have a ghostwriter here. Rachel McCord wrote every word of this oh, herself. Oh, I believe it. And I'm truly proud of her because this is quite an undertaking. This is 150 pages of slay. all Rachel McCord. Just saying slay over and over again. Acknowledgements. Are you ready for my acknowledgements? You know, the part of the book that really annoys readers, but reminds the author of just how popular they are. She's read a lot of books. <laughs> well, get ready, because I'm very popular. Besides, we all know I'm never going to get that Oscar. <laughs> what? So it's like, in lieu of an Oscar speech, she did the acknowledgement. I mean, we all First do foremost, know she's not going to get an Oscar. Like, what would she get? Okay, yeah, go ahead. So she thanks God. Um, Read it's it. his breath in my lungs, so he's the one allowing me to annoy the world with my weirdness. Oh, God. I'm joking. In all honesty, I know I never wouldn't be here if it weren't for him. He has loved me, helped me, and held me when I needed him most. Thank you for giving me life to the fullest. And then there are two more pages of thanks. Um, I can't read all of I mean, I'm not going to read anymore. There's more? It's two jam-packed pages. Three three jam-packed more pages. And then the last lines of um, Slay the Fame Game by Ridge McCord are Emoji of a microphone. And then the word drop. <gasps> That's the end of Slay the Fame So Game. I didn't learn it, but I didn't learn anything. So you really haven't read it is what you're saying yet. You haven't read the like no. details. I can't wait to bring it on tour. And anyway, this, this came with a bottle of champagne, which I wasn't expecting. Excuse me, apple cider. <laughs> and this beautiful like mini wine glass that says slay xo rachel mccord wait it's she my new put her own glass. name on the glass of course she did she's all about branding Lindsay. Wow. She's honestly all about if branding. i knew that this buying this book would have gotten me this like beautiful care package and like customizable items then i would have bought it too i don't i'm like jealous that you got all of it here's what i'm gonna tell you i think everyone listening should buy i mean no, first of all don't. you gotta buy tickets to our live show no. buy tickets to our live yeah. show but Why if you have an extra 50 if you have an extra $15 laying around, you could do a lot worse than Slay the Fame Game by Rachel McCord. There's so much more worse you could do. I would advise against buying this woman's self-published book. And she signs every book? Please. I Rachel mean, McCord is doing great. Uh, so I think that's a good intro, right? Are we fine with that intro? Is that good? Yeah. I mean, I'm shocked and I just want to hear more from the book. But yeah, I mean, we should reveal I mean, more of the book. We can't do a whole episode on the book. We can't do a whole episode on the book. I know. I also feel like it would be not very nice to Rachel McCord to be reading her book without no. not encouraging you guys to go buy the book yourselves if it's so amazing. Buy it. Although I do, I do want to read it myself. You will drive it. Yeah. Yeah. They want to know. We have a Kevin Can Wait update. It's a big one. Is it big? It's an unexpected Kevin Can Wait update. Usually, usually we try really hard to not talk about politics on the show, but every once in a while, politics and Kevin Can Wait converge, and we are left with this Kevin Can Wait update. 
about how Paul Manafort was arrested while he was... What, it was an auto, He wasn't arrested. Yeah, his house was raided while he was watching Kevin Can Wait. Yeah, well, so this is the lead of a New York Times article of which I don't even have the link. I just have a screenshot on Twitter. And the lead is... Paul J. Manafort was in bed early one morning watching an episode of the CBS sitcom Kevin Can Wait when federal agents bearing a search warrant picked up the lock. Sorry. When federal agents bearing a search warrant picked the lock on his front door and raided his Virginia home. They took binders stuffed with documents and copied his computer files along with two boxes in his closet marked hats I can pull off and hats I can't pull off. (laughs) To be fair, there's so much relatability in that first lead involving... (laughs) This person, Paul Manafort, who I absolutely do not like, it, but you know what? No, the fact that he can't pull off some hats is quite charming. It's not the fact that he can't pull them off. No one can pull off every hat. It's that he understands it. He accepts. Sure, it, sure, you know? sure, sure. Yes. Um, there's a lot of humanity in this lead. I will say, like that's Kevin can wait adjacent. You could call that Kevin can wait adjacent. Kevin can wait adjacent. <laughs> no, we um, can't call it that. Actually, um, you can. You can call it that, but. Um, it really isn't Kevin Can Wait update because it really doesn't add anything to Kevin Can Wait. It just is like, wow, Kevin Can Wait is watched by bad people. What's new, you know? What's new? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So the other um, update was that Kevin James was on The Tonight Show and he gave an interview um, and he talked about uh, something, something, something. But then he talked about the show. And he had a really funny quote that I want to play for you, if I can find it. Hold yes, on. Yes, we're going in a whole crazy direction with the show. And it's amazing because we're we're going to the workforce. And I, and I uh, end up working with her at, like, a private detective agency. So not only are they killing poor Erin, they're going to find out who killed her? They're going to avenge her death? Is that what's happening? I, th- <laughs> I don't think so. They're <laughs> not going to avenge her death. That would be I amazing, mean, though. Wouldn't that be way better than what we've heard, which is just they ignore it completely and move on? I mean, what I really want from this show is um, some synergy with the other CBS show, Wisdom of the Crowd, because it would be really great if Jeremy Piven's crowdsourced crime-solving app would figure out who killed Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. I don't want... I don't want Leah Remini and Kevin James to do the work. We really don't have nearly enough TV show crossovers anymore. That used to be like every single season there'd be one show, one huge show that did a crossover with another. And we don't really have that anymore. No, we need it. We, we need, need more need Kevin Kelly crossovers. We need it back. Cross network. Why not? Cross network. Maybe Aaron died while she was in Seattle and uh, ended up at whatever the hell that hospital is in Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, but Kevin Can Wait is on CBS and Grey's Anatomy is on ABC. No, that's what I'm saying. Cross network. We can't do that. That's too much. You're asking for too much. Now that Shonda isn't there anymore to like maintain order, <laughs> it's just gonna, it's chaos and they can do whatever they want. Oh, no. What, what's the matter? My visa has expired. It, it says here I could get deported. Wow. Well, you keep in touch. <laughs> Come on, this is serious. Let me see that. It, just, it makes no sense. I, I filled out all the proper paperwork. You know, you gotta stay on top of those things if you want to be a, a citizen. I mean, you can say a lot about Americans, but we're not lazy, you know? I have seen you watch Ray Donovan in Spanish because the remote was sitting on top of the TV. Kylie Jenner is pregnant. Kylie Jenner is reportedly as of I believe it. Saturday, September 23rd, 11:22 a.m., Kylie Jenner is reportedly pregnant. I refuse to fully believe it until Chris Jenner gives comment 
and they caught up with her at some fashion week event and she refused to give comment. I mean, they're the devil, but I don't think TMZ would have said that and Page Six would have said that if they didn't know for certain. Kris Jenner's um, non-comment is very funny. Can I read you her? Chris was spotted sitting front row at the Bottega Veneta Spring 2018 show at Milan Fashion Week on Saturday. That's today, this morning where she told The Hollywood Reporter that she was surprised to wake up to the news, but would not confirm or deny reports. Quote, it wouldn't be the family if something didn't happen every single day, she responded. Which, to me, means watch the 10th anniversary special on tomorrow night, in a way. Like, that's kind of what that means to me. But I don't understand how this would be worked into that unless there's like a live segment, which I don't know if there is. If it's not Travis Scott, my favorite hypothesis that I've heard from one of our friends is that Kylie's going to be revealed to be the surrogate for Kim and Kanye. Okay, it's so not really I love that, but the like issue with that, I think, is that like so I did read somewhere that Kylie is also due in February, and that's when they said the surrogate was due. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing that plays into it. But don't you think if Kylie was doing like a good thing like that? that it would be out there because there's no this is it being out there especially like you wouldn't maybe it's just because she's finally at three months you know maybe she's mm. at the the point where you can announce it like three or four months whatever you you want like it it all it all sort of tracks to me because then they got because then they got both waves of this they got the wave where they announced their surrogacy which is one whole thing and now they get the reveal of who it is which can be another whole thing i wouldn't put anything past them I know. It was like surprising and disappointing. And then mm-hmm. and then I was so curious about the circumstance of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it doesn't, because everything they do is so purposeful in my mind. Like it's not, yes. like when they were like, oh, it was by accident. It's like, yeah, I know most people mm-hmm. get pregnant by accident because <laughs> you don't know, but not these people. <laughs> And if it wasn't true, I feel like Chris would have said it wasn't true. Right. Like immediately they would have been like, the tabloids are bad. This isn't true. But all of them are kind of laying low and promoting this uh, anniversary special that's on Sunday, tomorrow. The Kardashians are always looking for the next move. So like that's that's their job. Their job is to always have something new. That is that is their profession so and who, they're good at it. I guess we we're here because who is Travis Scott I guess even though I I don't even know if he's the dad because I suspect this also could be people says a he's conspiracy the dad. no well I mean yeah I I mean I don't mean he's not the dad because of her I mean he's not the dad because of a conspiracy reason maybe maybe by the time this episode airs after the the Kardashian special we'll find out that it's not Travis Scott but mm-hmm. Travis Scott um is a rapper that's I mean that's it you've What's his, what's the song you probably would have heard? You know, it's like I was looking and for me, I'm not like a huge Travis Scott fan, but a lot of people are. He's like, he was rumored to have been dating Kendall before, do you, before uh-huh. he was yeah, dating Kylie. Because he, he was really, he had um, a verse on the Rihanna album and he was rumored to be dating Rihanna before that. So he was like maybe dating Rihanna, but then they stopped maybe dating. Mm-hmm. So again, these are never confirmed. So it's like. They were maybe dating and then they weren't maybe dating. And then, because he had a track with her and he has, I think he has one album out and one album that's being released. Oh, what do you know? This month. Fuck, really? Wow. That is really interesting. (laughs) You know, the people who don't love it say, my daughter doesn't look like a Kardashian. And she feels pressured 
to be perfect and to look like they look. None of us are perfect. I grew up with sisters that everybody else was comparing me to, but I had such an amazing core base that I never felt less than. And if anyone is comparing themselves to somebody else, that's your responsibility at home to teach them what core values are and to be a good person from within. Moving on to this like horrific story. Yeah, you that tell I this, hate. You tell this story. Nikki Reed and Ian Somerhalder, who we've mentioned on the podcast before because they took a, a vow of silence for a month that they repeatedly broke because they're liars, recently had a baby named Bodie. They're boring. It's stupid. There's no reason to talk about them. Aside from the fact that they were on a podcast called Dr. Berlin's like Pregnancy Podcast. It's or actually called Dr. Podcast. Berlin's Informed Pregnancy Podcast, which I've yeah. never heard of, but okay. So they had them on to talk about pregnancy, whatever. At the beginning of the... So the context that Us Weekly did not provide, which I think is important, they were just like, oh, they told the story. But it begins with this weird conversation about when they decided to have kids. And they were clearly on different pages. And Ian Somerhalder is a little older than Nikki Reed, like enough to be like, he's in a different stage of his life, at least in his own mind. So Nikki's saying that like, I didn't want to have a baby, really. I didn't know if I wanted kids. I didn't know if I wanted kids. Then she starts dating Ian Somerhalder, and he's like, I was 35 at the time, and like, I needed to have kids. I wanted to have kids. And so he starts telling the story about they were in Barcelona with their two best friends who were a couple. And he's like, we decided. He's like, really accentuating the we. He's like, we decided we all wanted to have kids together, which is just sort of strange to begin with. These two couples want to have kids at the same time. And it's like, we wanted it, but he's saying this, not Nikki. And then Nikki is saying, like, uh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can listen to this. Along. This is not like, that. you can listen to this on the podcast. And so it's not really an answer to the Dr. Berlin's question. And then finally, Dr. Berlin is like, no, but when did you really decide to have a kid? And then... When she got pregnant. Uh, Somer Halder goes, May, which I guess is last May. And then Nikki goes, oh, yeah, when you threw away all my birth control pills. That was also presumptuous. So she had said that it was presumptuous of him to assume that they were going to get married like after the second time they hung out or something, whatever. So the whole thing is like she's approaching this as this like cute relationship. But whenever you listen to the audio, it sounds like Ian Somerhalder is like this person who has asserted all this like control over their relationship or whatever he says goes. And maybe that's not the case. That's just what it sounds like. And so it makes her strange listening. This is the next part of the story. Ian starts telling the story. It's very giddy about the whole thing. He thinks it's so cute. And he says, unbeknownst to poor Nikki, strange phrasing to begin with, she didn't realize that I was going to go into her purse and take out her birth control. By the way, it was the beginning of the pack, so I had to pop all those suckers out. And so they're all there in the bathroom as he's popping out all of her birth control. And they're, I think they're all wasted because they drank a lot of sangria because they're in Barcelona. Mm. Then the co-host says, Nikki, how do you feel about that? And then she laughs and goes, there's a photo of me and I look like... And Ian interrupts and goes, there's a six-minute video where she's freaking out. And then Reed is like, I think I have the photo. I'll show you the photo. And then Summerholder's like, I'll have, I have the video. I'll show you. And then Nikki finally realizes that he's talking about a video. And she goes, wait, there's a video? Why are you always taking videos of me and I don't know it? And then he's like, I was in the video, you nerd. Lindsay took the video. Other Lindsay, his friend Lindsay. No, it was me. I Whatever. was there. It's all very alarming. She didn't know this video existed. She asked if she was drunk. Was she asked if she was drunk or coherent? It's just like this decision was made when they were all drunk. 
uh, Heathrow Air birth control. I don't know. There's, it's like there's weird. It's bad. But then it's what happens? What happens is is Nikki. So this story <laughs> blows up. Nikki Reed responds. No, well, two tweets. The so Cosmo. So what happens is this story blows up. Everyone's like, this is weird and bad. Cosmo writes a story, and the headline is. Ian Somerhalder threw away Nikki Reed's birth control pills and we don't like him anymore. <laughs> so like, so they they go in like this is like this is taking the most 2017 route to this news that you can take with hopes yeah. that like your story will be the one that like blows up and represents like, although this is uncomfortable and she did and she and it is weird because you hear like her in her voice that it's like this was strange of him to do and why is he sharing it like it's a cute story she still mm-hmm. uh, got pregnant and kept the pregnancy and got and had the baby. So in her mind, yeah. it's like it's she's still her choice. So she responds. Of course, this is like the weirdest thing. They're like, "We're feminism. This is bad." And then she's like, "Actually, I'm feminism. That's irresponsible journalism." And she posts yeah. a screenshot of you guess it notes app in which she uh, like goes on like uh, she says um, also quote unquote unconsented bullshit is you speaking on my behalf. In a story admittedly taken out of context for the purpose of stirring up drama without my approval. Which is weird because it's like you were on the podcast talking about it so it's not really out of context because you were there and your husband was the one giving the story. So whatever. Quote, don't talk consent to me. And lastly, how dare you cast a dark shadow over one of the happiest, most memorable days of my life. You're not disrespecting me, but my baby. Oh, and next time you try and stand up for women's rights by writing an article about women's rights, try properly conveying the way I felt. So basically, then it gets twisted back around, you know? Yeah. Which is even more horrendous than the first go. Although, Mm -hmm. if you go back to the story, what's most kind of appalling is the way that he's telling it like it's some, like braggy thing she says we should be talking she says women's rights matter so please don't use false narratives to highlight issues that are truly important it's weird that it's a false narrative whenever it's literally just a quote from something you right said. this is not we fake. should be talking about yeah. we should be talking about these things but using a funny interview between married people and twisting it to perpetuate gossip is irresponsible that's also unfair because nothing was twisted this is twi- this is this seems twisted based on unaltered quotes. I mean what she doesn't like is the writer being like we don't like him. Like this is bad, yeah. like he's bad. It, the it's thing. it's another thing just to report that it happened which if you listen to it clearly, which I haven't, but I think you're going to probably put clips in here, you can tell by the version by the way that they're speaking about it is that there's something that has been undiscussed <laughs> that they are yeah. discussing for the first time. You know, Nikki Reed says it's fine, so like maybe it's fine. Who cares? Bad. Ian Summerhalder is still in newlywed bliss with Nikki Reed and tells E.T. he can't wait to have kids. Do you want to be a dad? Oh, hell yes. Absolutely. You know, it's all about practice. It's all about practice. It's not practice makes perfect. It's perfect practice. Pair tied the knot in April, and for Ian, not only are babies on the brain, but he says married life is a dream come true. Fergie. What's happening with her? Nothing. Everything. My favorite. She released her visual album, or she released part of it. Is the visual album out? Yeah, part Double of Dutchess. it. We were watching it before this episode and dying. But what I thought this was really, f- this is just funny. Is in this Daily Mail article, there are these pictures of her at this event that is to premiere her. Mm-hmm. Her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're seeing what I'm talking about. To premiere her 
new album Double Duchess, seeing Double, and you scroll down, and there's just pictures in front of her, in front of the step, repeat, blah, blah, blah. And then you get to a weird photo in which she's holding. She's nothing in her hands. Nothing in her hands for in 80% of the and photos. Then, but then all of a sudden, there's a photo of her holding a smoothie. A, a smoothie? Like a trifle. It's a weird, like, layered smoothie. And then you're like, oh, maybe the caption says what she's doing with the smoothie and whose smoothie it is. And it just says, sultry. The former Black Eyed Pea singer chose a thigh-gazing mini that featured a turtleneck line and long sleeves. You're like, hmm, nothing about the smoothie. And then there's another photo with the smoothie. And then the quote, the 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 caption is, having a blast. For the event, the former Black Eyed Pea singer chose a thigh-gazing turtleneck mini that featured long sleeves. I don't see anything about the smoothie. Another picture with a smoothie. And the caption is, focus on her career. Josh and Fergie haven't been seen together for some time, so it's unclear when they split, but they did celebrate their eighth wedding anniversary in January. What about the smoothie? It is so frustrating because really the dailymail.co.uk is not a a journalism website. What they do is they describe photos. (laughs) They describe photos and they didn't even describe this photo. She's literally holding a smoothie in her hand and I don't even know why there's a smoothie in her hand. She's holding the smoothie up to the camera. Like, she's Look not trying to hide the fact smoothie. that she's holding a smoothie. Look at the this smoothie. The smoothie is a prop. <sighs> Can you imagine if you were the brand, the brand, the smoothie brand, and this, they're not even talking about the smoothie? <laughs> anyway, I mean, there's no branding on the smoothie, so, because it was just like a, a bespoke smoothie that's served in a glass, so this doesn't so appear to be like liquiteria. I know, I just, I couldn't get over this article because everybody kept Mention using, the smoothie. people kept using photos from it and, and not, you know... Doing the smoothie. Talking about the smoothie. Anyways, let's move on. No Daily Mail article can ever have enough words, and I don't know why they didn't use any words describing the smoothie. Before we get to this next story, I just want to say congratulations to Kellen Lutz and his girlfriend, Brittany Gonzalez. They are engaged. Don't know who either of them are. And congrats to Boyd Holbrook and his girlfriend, Tatiana Pajkovic. And they're pregnant. Don't know who any of them are, but the the Us Weeklies uh, reported that this week. You know who Kellen Lutz is. Oh, I do know who Kellen Lutz is. He was in Twilight. Oh, my God. So, you know we're Riverdale fans here at Who Weekly. Um, KJ Appa, Archie, Hot Archie, they were shooting the new season in Vancouver because that's where people shoot TV shows for cheap because of the tax cuts and shit. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. People do it. It looks like New York. That's why, it's too. Beautiful. And it's beautiful. It, look, it can look like New York and it can look like not New York. Anyway, um, they are shooting late. This happened last week. KJ Appa was driving home from set because they make all of the cast and crew provide their own transportation to and from their hotel on the set. So KJ Appa is driving home from a long day on set, crashes into a telephone pole, is not injured, which is why we can sort of talk about this without worrying about being offensive. He's not hurt at all. He just falls asleep at the wheel, hits a telephone pole. Um, so suddenly the story is KJ Appa crashes into a telephone pole after working 16-hour days. He right? says. He's so exhausted from work. He says. He says. He's then, like, here's why. I was so tired. Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers is like, excuse me, no. Um, he only worked 14.2 hours, and we also and he only worked X hours the day before. It was and two X hours. hours the day before. Um, and we do provide transportation if they request it if they say that they can't get home so this is entirely on kj which is sort of an insensitive and callous response but if you are a big company of course you're going to protect your ass like that so now the union is investigating to see what the fuck is up like the screen actors guild 
drove on up to Vancouver and they're like, we're going to find out what happened on the set of Riverdale because the entire cast of Riverdale is very like Team KJ. We want justice for KJ, justice for us. And now it's a whole thing. Um, and also now Riverdale second season is getting some promo. Well, it's funny because like they they made it a thing and then SAG sent somebody to like investigate and they were like, mm-hmm. uh, actually, you know, he only worked for for 12.2 hours or whatever and we do provide transportation that no one takes us up on and okay wait so it says says, first and foremost we are extremely grateful that kj ava was uninjured during his recent accident secondarily how dare you drag (laughs) us into this we want to specifically address the characterization that conditions on the set of riverdale are out of concern we have a large cast of series regulars and our actors do not work every day on the day of the accident kj worked 14 Point two hours. That is a lot. The previous day, he worked 2.5 hours, and the day before, he worked 7.7 hours. I love this. He, like, they, like, have it. They're like, excuse us, we have the receipt. Archie clocking in. <laughs> KJ has reportedly been informed about making production aware if he's tired or feels unsafe. If so, a ride or hotel room will be provided for him. The accident occurred last Thursday. It is untrue that KJ was taken to the hospital. He was treated by first responders and sent, and sent home. Blah, 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 blah. So, like, Basically, they're all of these kind of quotes from the people on set that are like, they're working these kids from morning till night. Somebody's going to die, da, 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 making it super dramatic and doing promo for the show. Good promo, I got to say. <laughs> and he's fine. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah, now he's we get fine. to watch Riverdale and everything's going to be okay. Right. I just love Did that. Did you see they... their Entertainment Weekly cover? Yeah, where they're all like sexy. Since they've been introduced, now they're free to just be like straight up sexy now. It's like, oh, sexy. But I mean, also like, so they're, this is not promo, it's not ad. They're really big now in like a, the teenage, yeah. the teen community. Like they're all obsessed with them. So now they get to lean into that. On this because season. now all the episodes, the episodes have been streaming for a while. Yeah, they're yeah. on Netflix in other countries, and now like the fandom has had time to grow. I mean, their fandom you know, is so crazy. Thirsty. And like apparently, according to my sources, that the show that didn't have very good uh, ratings while it was on the CW is now like you know tenfold because of Netflix and the fa- and now they're hoping that this second season like will follow suit because people who had been watching on Netflix are like ready to go and ready to watch on television. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Uh, so what's, uh, what's Rita? Rita's up to a lot. She is up to a lot. Last week, she was only at the Dunkin' Donuts Music Lounge, but today, she's up to a lot. Uh, she had a new video, a great video, actually. Rita's in a music video with Avicii. The song is Uh fine. I don't say I love it. I say I think it's fine. The song is very obviously one of those songs that's like, after you hear it on the radio over and over again, you're gonna be like, I like this. Oh, obviously. It's very... as it stands, as it stands, you're like, this is fine. Yeah. I will grow into the song. I'm certain of it. I'm not in love with it. And the video's it. good. It's better than Double Duchess, but it's worse than some of the other songs. Um, yes. I do like Avicii, so I'm willing to let this one sit and see how I feel about it. She also did a cover of Madonna's Like a Virgin, like kind of a weird trap cover of it yeah. on Radio 1. I wouldn't say that yeah. it was her best work. I wouldn't say it was her worst yeah, work. Yeah, no offense to Rita. It's just we didn't love it. I didn't, love, didn't it. love it. Not for me. Um... 
song choice. Not little, for me. <laughs> not great song choice. Although I do think that I like that Rita sees herself as like a young Madonna. Um, what else? She was photographed naked. Not really though. But Daily Star was like Rita Ora flashes naked body in jaw dropping snap. Not really though. No, again, she's not naked. She literally is just again. They just can't deal with cleavage. It's, it's like, like a, the moment there's yeah. cleavage. Yeah. The hint, like, the suggestion that so- at some point in the near future she could be naked with, like, a quick removal of something. Yeah. It's like, that's that doesn't equal nudity. Can I just, just read to you from their article how they, I just, I'm obsessed with this. Um, relaxing in the plush Soho farmhouse. I don't even know what that is. The Avicii Lonely Together collaborator could be seen sporting a gaping open all-in-one as she relaxed in her cabin, proudly flaunting her chest, which was barely covered by the fabric. Rita didn't even need the fireplace behind her to turn up the heat. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's poetry. I just love, like, the idea of barely covered. It's like, you're either covered or you're not covered. We don't need barely covered she's wearing yeah, a top yeah yeah she's not naked yeah she's not um rita also wore a fanny pack and then she also and it's not a fan also that's not a fanny pack did you see the photo she wore it's it on she pack. wore a fanny pack around her around her shoulder it's a fanny pack but it's worn around her shoulder you yeah if you want to wear a fanny pack you have to wear it around your fucking fanny you can't wear it on your it shoulder. it looks like a messenger bag it doesn't even look like it's a fanny just pack. she's wearing it on her shoulder Whatever. And then there was another article about how she said she hooked up with Cara Delevingne, but then I couldn't really source where she actually gave the interview to because yeah. she definitely did not give it to music-news.com. So I don't even know where this came from, right? No, Were there's you... no, and there's no source here. Never no think that we're here. not journalists first because we actually do look for sources sometimes. This is weird, right? There, It's like she hinted in a new <laughs> interview, but they don't link to the interview and they don't say where the interview is from. So I think we're done. I mean... Feel like we are how long yeah we're definitely done we're definitely definitely done was that a lot i feel like that was a lot that was a lot that was a lot i mean we're gonna cut a lot uh, well ian summerhalder threw away nikki reed's birth control pills and we don't like him anymore no we don't like we him don't anymore. like him anymore we never liked him uh, but you know who we do like we like people who buy tickets to our show oh wow what a transition so thank um. you for buying tickets um thank you to carrie and katie and eric of the who's We'll be in LA next. I think that show might be sold out, but I am not quite sure. You should check if yeah, you still want to come. And then after that, we are in San Francisco, I think. Yeah. Um, we're just like so excited to come hang with you, and we hope that you'll come hang with us for and money. And I can't Oops. wait to read to you from Slay the Fame Game a little, in, in, in an audience. That's a actually a audience. big draw. So you will not, unless you want to pay fourteen ninety nine or whatever to buy the book... You will get exclusive readings of Rachel McCord's Slay the Fame game if you come to the but again, weekly show. We're not going to read the whole thing. You should, If you want to read it, you should buy it. You are. She really owes us for this. No one's going to buy it, right? Are they? I mean, just if you want to buy it, it's slaythefamegame.com. <laughs> um, and you can buy it there. Uh, I can't wait to read more the of this The cover book. on the website doesn't match the cover in <laughs> in real life. Yeah. Um, and the limited autograph edition is limited supply. And I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have gotten one, but, um, it's amazing. And it's free shipping, sixteen ninety five free shipping. She spent six fifty one on shipping. So the book is really only $10. Oh, wow. Really? Cause you didn't pay for shipping. Yeah. And it came with a, a beautiful glass that I will drink wine from, wine from, uh, until the end of my days and a dis, a delicious bottle of sparkling apple cider so who wouldn't love that so it's a steal it's a deal buy tickets to who weekly and then buy anna 
Lynn McCords, that's not her name, Rachel McCords. Rachel McCord. Wrong McCord. Buy Rachel McCords Slay the Fame Game mm-hmm. if you want to slay the fame game. Uh, yep. We are so done. Thank you to Katie Eric of the Hoops. Did you do that already? Yeah, you did. Okay, yep. bye. Yeah, bye. Bye. You will drive it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know. <gasps> Crossover, baby! <laughs> Synergy! Oh, just dropped my phone. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>